Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the wind down of October and the beginning of uh, November. Another supernatural day to live and to be in Christ. I have some good news and I have some bad news. Uh, the good news is that I think Louisiana won last week uh, and James was at the game and uh, he also had a successful conference at the church in Slidell. If you haven't been able to watch the podcasts that they have provided, incredible stuff, incredible. And what amazes me is as the heart of the believer receives the truth and yet the unbeliever sitting there because they've never heard this truth, it's amazing the, the, the manifestation, the physical manifestations that take place when the gospel is preached without dilution. And you'll see in the podcast when people are receiving truth, you'll hear in the background going, people going, whoa, you know, and <laughs> or, or things like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's, it's really cool. So I, I encourage you to, to uh, listen to those podcasts if you have time to do so. They'll really encourage you. The bad news is, as a result of James being traveling so much and uh, coming home and then taking his son running around all over Central Florida trying to stay up with soccer in the rain, he now has uh, <clears throat> the inability to speak and almost walk. He's hooping and coughing and cracking up and everything. He calls this morning and talks to Hazel and says, do you think I can stay in today? And uh, so we're going to be here. And um, I know that anyone in, in the room could stand up today and we could just explode like fire hydrants, giving forth the living water. But uh, James has asked me to share a little bit. And then hopefully, uh, the good Lord willing, you never know where things like this go when we start share, sharing the life of Christ. Because I'm constantly stand, I stand one-on-one people when I, with people when I share my faith whether I'm sharing with, with family members, my wife, my children, uh, my extended family, uh, business associates, new people that I meet in the industry, whatever. When, I, when it comes to sharing my faith, I'm all, I've always asked, Lord, let something supernatural take place. Validate the, the experience. And it's amazing what God does. And you get phone calls back going, I don't understand why that happened. What took place? You know? And then you really begin to talk to them about living in the Spirit and really having a relationship with God. And it's really cool. So today, guys, we are open to manifestations of supernatural situation. You never know what's going to happen when we're together. God does really cool things. So uh, we've got a few minutes to be here together and we're going to go for it. I want to say thank you to those of you who shared last week. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to listen to that on either the CD or the um, uh, Seeing Grace website. But man, you talk about people encouraging people in Christ. You guys are awesome. Way to go. Way to go. Hallelujah. So I'd like to let us simply begin in prayer today. And then uh, we'll just simply go from there. Okay? Kenny? Would you stand and pray for us, bro? Jesus, thank you so much for your presence here. Lord, not only is your presence in us, you live in us, you are in us, we are in you, but you are right here among us as we are together, as we gather together, as you are gathered together in the midst. So, Lord, it's because of you and us that we can 
experience you in each other? Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. It's awesome, God. It's yes, awesome. Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, just encourage us today. Encourage us. Yes, Lord. Lift this high above our situations, our circumstances, whatever we might be experiencing yes, Lord. in this broken, fallen world. Yes, God. But yet we know that you have overcome this world. So we trust you with our situations and our circumstances. We trust you with our lives. With everything that's going on, we just rely, we're dependent on you. So we need you. We desperately need you to just minister to us at the deepest point of our lives today. Whatever that might be, God. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, in every way, we rely on you. You are our life. Yes, Lord. So we breathe, we rest. And we breathe your great grace. Yes, God. Where it truly is sufficient for us. Thank you that all that our sins, past, present, and future, are all gone. You are no longer counting sin. The word of the cross is absolutely astounding and wonderful. And we don't dare get too far away from the reality of what you did for us. Mm. Calvary. Thank you so much, Jesus. Yes, Lord. And because of that, we now have life. Thank you, God. We have new life. Yes, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Lord, just we thank you again that we can gather together knowing that in one in one spirit, Lord, knowing that we can encourage each other and that we can rely on you in every, in every situation. And I just pray that as you minister to us today, and as you minister to Him, minister to us, minister through continue to manifest your presence all around Him, God, and in Him, through Him, and in His place. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Yes, we do, Lord. Yes, we do. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Justin got a text from James just a few minutes ago and he wrote it on the board. Uh, if you had a chance to read it, it's always good news. By the way, I don't know if any of you were able to hear the songs that Justin put on that uh, CD. Really cool stuff, man. Really cool stuff. We're driving down I-4 listening to it, you know. Now, now you know, hey, I've got certain genres of music, okay? I'm into classical stuff, you know. And when it came on there, you know what was cool? It's kind of like you see, you hear the message beyond the messenger. That's what the good news does for you. No matter what, what format it may be placed in, it could be in a Word file, but the Lord wants you to see it in PDF. Hey, that's really cool. You know, there's a revelation that takes place. You know, and bro, the truth that you're sharing in your talent and your gifting, go for it. It's really cool. Really cool. Man. If you have a copy of Scripture with you this morning, um, I'd like for you to turn with me to the book of Mark, the second chapter. And I'm going to just read a passage, and then from this passage I want to just kind of uh, draw out a couple simple, small truths that I believe will inspire us and uh, encourage us in faith today, and then um, just kind of throw the doors open and kind of go, what you think? What you think? What's going on? Where are you where are you guys at? Mark chapter two. Now 
this is just simply a story about one of the experiences that Jesus is having as he begins his ministry. And when Jesus had come back to Capernaum several days afterward, he had been at a synagogue ministering and they had been bringing the sick to him and had been healing them. It was heard that he was at home. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> uh, you know, Jesus, we're sitting here today. We said, guess what? Jesus is at Grace Church in the class at 9.30 this morning. <laughs> Here's what would take place. Many were gathered together so that there was no longer room in the little class at Grace Church, even near the door. And he was speaking the word to them. Jesus was speaking the word of the kingdom to them now. Get the setting. And they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And being unable to get to him on account of the crowd, man, this room is packed out. You can't get another person in here. Elizabeth can't even find a seat as she comes in the back door right now. Come on in, Elizabeth. Sorry I had to embarrass you like that. Uh, there's just standing room only because Jesus is there and he's, he's sharing the kingdom. You know, I mean, this guy, he's been healing the sick all over the place. It's, it's phenomenal what's been going on. Let's go see more for ourselves. And they, all of a sudden, something really strange is happening. They can't get to Jesus on account of the crowd in the little room at Grace Church. So you know what they did? They started ripping the roof off the top of the building. Now, these guys were some serious saints. They had a problem with a fellow that they knew. And these saints said, we can't get in one way, so we're going to make sure this dude gets exposed by another way. They literally start ripping the roof off the... Off the. Now, if I were a homeowner, and somebody... If I had had Jesus over to... Hazel fixed a nice, you know, salmon and salad and... Man, it, really, all oh, fresh vegetables, mm, good iced tea to go alongside of that. We're all sitting, dining together. Jesus is there at the table. If somebody starts ripping the roof off my house, I've got a problem with this. <laughs> all right? But look what's happening. They couldn't, unable to get to Jesus on account of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had dug an opening... They let down the pallet on which the paralytic was lying, and seeing Jesus seeing... Their faith. Underline the little word, there. Jesus seeing the four men's faith said to the paralytic. There's something happening here, guys. Four guys, saints, who were believers, see a problem with a bro. They take this bro saying, we're going to see this guy that's healing the sick. Can't get into place, so... We're going to take the authority over this place and we're going to rip the roof off the place. And we're going to make sure that the, our friend gets down and exposed to this guy. When Jesus sees these four guys, says, these guys have faith. And because of their faith, he says this. My son, your sins are forgiven. But there were some of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. So in the context of this room that's packed out, there's some skeptics. There are some unbelievers. Alright? Why does this man speak that way? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they, they were reasoning that way within themselves, said to them, Why are you reasoning about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, paralytic Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Arise and take up your pallet and walk. Verse 10. Listen to this. Verse 10. But in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, Jesus said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise up, take your pallet, and go home. The miracles that take place even today as we're together and as we venture from this place, the supernatural manifestations of God are not because of who we are. It's because of who God is and what He does. And the purpose of His supernatural manifestation through our lives, whether we just simply pray in absentia or lay hands on the sick or believe God for that friend, believing God for ourselves, the super manifestation of God's provision in our life is in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Because God has dealt ruthlessly with sins. And because of the result of the, the ruthless nature of His tending to our sins, we now have the open door. We have the roof ripped off so that we can actually be ushered into the presence of God. And God Almighty now says, guess what? Now that the sin issue has been answered, I'm going to take care of all your other challenges. You got a paralytic? Be healed. You got leprosy? Be healed. You got... Oppression, be set free. You need financial assistance? Know that I can provide that also for you. You see? All of these things. Verse 11. I say to you, rise, take up your pallet and go home. And the paralytic rose and immediately took up his pallet, went out in the sight of all. That means he actually showed himself to everybody who was there. So that they were all amazed and were glorifying God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. An earmark. Two of the earmarks of our relationship with God. The first one individually is great joy. The joy of the Lord, the joy that He gives you as a result of your believing in Him, that joy that it springs up, man, my sins are no longer in, taken into account. I am free from this body of death. God has set me into the kingdom of His dear Son. I am now in union with the living God. That great joy just continues to well up and flow and flow and flow. That's why we're fire hydrants. We're not trinkling hoses. You see, God has just made it possible for us to just... Spring forth in joy. First year mark of your relationship with God individually. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's great joy. Second year mark is you have never seen anything like this. Nope. It's always a new and refreshing experience. When you're, as we are living and walking in our relationship with God, every day is very supernatural. None of them are alike. We are not living a cookie cutter Religious experience on the face of the earth. God has so deemed it that we are actually carrying around this treasure in earthen vessels and we're contagious. It is really cool. Because it's just like the saints of old. We could just pass by people and our very shadow fall on them. And guess what? They're encouraged. You know why? Haven't you ever had people say, man, he just showed up, walked in the room and the place changed. You know why? The Christ in you. 
It's not you. It's not me. It's because the kingdom of God has come near today in you and in me. And it's so exciting. The man, when we see this truth, that Jesus himself is our righteousness and in union with him, we are as he is in this world. That is a great truth. Therefore, God hears all your prayers without a hindrance, and you come, can come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy and find grace in the, in the time of need. And my salutation to everyone is, because of that, you can have a supernatural day. There's nothing like it. Now, here's what God has done. This is so cool. The Lord has set us up in the new covenant to actually not only live a miracle, but actually practice miracles. Miracles have not ceased. They have not. First of all, we're all miracles. We're all living a miracle. Now, You know, when, you, when some people first hear the good news about God is no longer taking into account sin, they go, what the heck is he talking about? You know? They look at you like you just came from Walt Disney World. You know? You're a space cadet. That's the essence of the new covenant. All right? But God has changed the plan. In the old covenant... God said, you do certain things and meet my criterion and I'll exchange a blessing or a cursing. You meet my criterion. In the new covenant, totally different. And here's where we get our authority, authority to move and walk around on the face of the planet and watch God do supernatural things that people might know that the Son of Man has the authority to forgive sins on the face of the planet. This is, this is what happens, okay? Let me see. Let me see. Who here looks a lot like Jesus? Oh, we all do. Ah, but today I'm God, okay? I'm God, okay? I want to try to give a picture, picture here. I'm God. And God says, man, I want a relationship with my creation so bad, this law just ain't working. So I'm going to do away with the law, and I'm going to make it possible for me to have a relationship with all these people out here. As a result, I'm going to do something that I planned from the foundation of all creation. I am going to go through the cri- this crisis where I'm going to actually present myself, go through death and resurrection. And as a result... I'm going to invest my authority in myself. So, son, come here. After your resurrection. Daniel, come here. You look a lot like Jesus. Come here. This is my earthly son. Okay? God says to himself, I've done a work now. And now, because of what I've done in my son, I'm satisfied with all of mankind. You do good work, son. Thanks, Dad. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I love you a lot. And because of that, you've worked very hard. You've done what I, I intended. Why don't you just sit right here at my right hand? I really like this guy. I've got a relationship with this guy. 
And what he did made it possible for all of us out here to be seated, seating, sitting in this same chair with the arm of the Father God around them. Son, you did a great thing. You really did a great thing. Oh, and by the way, I gave you all authority to go on the earth and to heal the sick. And by the way, you did a great job on that paralytic guy. That was awesome. You raised the dead. But most of all, you committed to the cup. You were crucified. You went down and set the captives free from Sheol. You came back. You were resurrected. And now, after the day of Pentecost, you're sitting right here at my right hand. I'm so proud of you. But this same authority, guess what? I'm not finished yet. Who's pretty small here? Justin, come here. You're not really small, but come here. Son, there's nothing impossible with me, and because of that, there's nothing impossible with you. Justin is going to sit right here with you. Justin, sit right here with him. Uh, <laughs> this could get out there. Yes, sir. <laughs> I really like what my son did, and I really like you, bro. But because of what he did, I'm able to have a relationship with you now. Now, I gave him all the authority to do all that he did. And now, while you're living on the face of the planet, I'm going to give you the same authority. So today, you're not especially physically seated with me in the physical realm on my lap next to me by my son, with my son. But you're on the face of the earth and you have a relationship with me. Unseen, you are seated with my son in heavenly places. I have this relationship. And while you're on the face of the earth, you're going to give away your talents. You're going to give away your giftings. And the people that you come in contact with that have need or just a desire to be encouraged, you're the man. You're going to do it. Every day of your life, while you're on the planet, for every breath that you draw, I give you that privilege. Awesome. So guess what? Today when you leave, you may be motivated in the Holy Spirit that a few friends of yours might see a guy that's sick. And you might say, let's go take care of this brother. Just be slow to rip people's roofs off. Okay? Function in the Spirit, you know. But go and minister the dynamic of the kingdom. Go, brother. Have at it. And while you're gone, I'm just going to keep loving on my son. Because the more I love my son, the more I'm loving you, bro. You see? Go ye into all the world. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dano. Thanks, Dano. So we have this relationship now in the unseen where God's loving on the son. The son is continually loving on us. And now we have the privilege of actually seeing Mark chapter 2 come to reality in our lives. Because no matter what need is presented to us, whether it's our own personal need or it's needs within the relationships that God has given us supernaturally on the earth, whatever it may be, we can stand in the stead of it 
And we can watch things take place supernaturally. Not only for ourselves, but for all of those around us that God's loving through us. So don't ever, please, stay in a posture where, wow, all things are possible to them that believe. And God, with God, all things are possible. That combination together is absolutely supernatural. It's out of this world. It's almost unbelievable. It's kind of like the gospel. Because it's an earmark of the gospel. Because when the truth is said, the supernatural manifests itself. Amen. Uh, now, there are those of us, I know all of us here, a lot of believers on the earth today, they're watching these supernatural things take place. And we have testimonies of the reality of incredible things that God does that are unexplainable. You just can't say one plus one equals two. Because with God, one plus one equals infinity. It's just way out there, you know? It just doesn't come in, into the context of human reasoning. There will always be people around us that will be skeptical, just like these scribes found inside of this house. And they're going to be always wrapped up in religion. Not always. But they're going to be wrapped up, so wrapped up in religion that they're not going to be willing to hear the truth of the supernatural. But guess what? As the truth continues to be said and said and shared and lived, and even as your shadow passes by those that are skeptical and believers, guess what? They will come to believe. Because between me and the fence post, as far as I'm concerned, the passage doesn't say it, but I have great faith in the Lord that the same people that were saying, He's blaspheming. Who can do this but God alone? Are the same ones at the end where they were glorifying God, saying they were totally amazed, and they had to be the ones that were saying, We have never seen anything like this. That's a good sign. Especially to the unbeliever. Okay? Now, I could go, go for a whole list of things that God has done for me supernaturally. That God has done in my family supernaturally. In my business supernaturally. I mean, I, it's, it's just, uh, it blows my mind. But I wanted to share, just open it up for a little while this morning. And let's have some folks share from your perspective. What's going on in your life? What's going on in your, you know, in your influences? Where, where do you see supernatural things manifesting themselves? They may not be complete right now. But you know something supernatural is taking place. And you're just watching God take the rose and just make it open. Anybody got anything they'd like to share? Um, oh my gosh. This week has been so amazing. Um, I have a co-worker. And what you were talking about is the joy, the evidence, the mark of joy. And, and I've never had that. You know, I always had the law. I never had joy. And it's just coming out. And my co-worker... Um, for two months, he's been asking about the Amy Grant if I could go, and I just couldn't spend the money. It, it, was, it wasn't in my budget and everything. And so I just said, and I just started saying, God can do anything. Maybe someone will just come up and hand us tickets or something. And here it was, like the, day, the night before, or the day before the concert. And I, I was walking in. He was trying to win tickets, you know. 
And um, I walked, and I thought, well, I've never won anything. But anyway, so we tried it. I stayed late because it was after I got off work, and I just dialed with him. And um, right before we did the lines, I mean, right before we did, you know, the um, dialed, something just came out of me, and I just slammed my thing, and I said, Lord Jesus, you can do anything. Sure enough, I was caller number nine, and we had four (laughs) tickets, you know? And um, that's just a huge thing. That's a huge thing of of grace and law. And then, um, I was telling someone before, but I didn't get to finish. Oh, my gosh, Wednesday, I had their faith. Um, People are using people to explain what's happening to me, you know, and someone someone that goes here called me after I shared what happened, but I had been in a a relationship with a Christian, and I'm realizing now there's a difference between Christians, the law, the grace, sometimes you can still be put control in a box, so, um, and anyway, I ran into him after we had split, and I've really been asking God to remove him from my life, and I was scared to run into him, because I didn't trust my mortal body, you know, and um, or the mortal body that I live in, um, but so I ran into him, and I, I'm telling you, a lot of things happened, and um, he looked completely different. And so when I went home, we didn't say very many words, but when I went home, I'm so glad that I didn't lash out and do all the resentment stuff and all that. I didn't. I just said, you know. Anyway, so when I got home, someone in here in the class called me, and she goes, "You know what happened? Do you know what really happened? You that was a test." And you chose God, you know, and, and she said, and the reason why you saw him differently was because God opened your eyes. He was the same person, but God opened my eyes. And the first time, and I've never, never, first time, you know, somewhere in the Bible it says, once I was blind, but now I could see, I swear I thought he, I, I was, I could see. I mean, once I was blind, but now I can see, and I actually can experience what they experienced when God did a miracle, yes. you know, and that was like a huge miracle for me, so it's just unbelievable. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, we, we're having faith for others, just as people are having faith for us, you see? So God, I'm caller number nine, you know? <laughs> I love it. That's really good. Someone else? Yes, Lisa. Tina. Oh, I'm sorry. I just um, had one of my favorite scriptures come to mind when you're speaking today. It's um, I have to paraphrase it because I don't have my Bible with me, but it's First John three twenty one, and it talks about if our hearts do not condemn us, that we can come boldly before the Lord and ask anything, and it will be done. And it's just so important for us really to understand that, like in Mark. Um, that forgiveness does equal healing. It's the same thing. So it's really about us believing in that forgiveness and believing in how much he loves us because we can't have ourselves condemning ourselves when he's already done all the work. Yes, good word, good word, excellent. Yeah, guys, let me, let me just make a comment about this sin issue. You see, a lot of people are still wrapped up in trying to deal with sin in their life and they don't understand how radical God has dealt with sin. All right? Sin Sin in the old covenant was the inability to please God as the result of meeting all the requirements. That's the reason they had to go to the priest and they had to go through the day of atonement and all that kind of good stuff. But God changed the old law. 
Oh, I'm not going to draw on that, am I? Okay. Let me just... He took it away. This is correct. All right. Sin. This is where the law and grace gets mixed up in religion now. There, we're still... A, lot, a large amount of the body of Christ is still hearing this story about how you've got to deal with sin. Listen. God redefined the term sin. When He removed sin... We think of sin as the inability to please God as a result of not being able to accomplish what He desired. In the Old Covenant, that was true. In the New Covenant, there, God has taken away sin and as a result has redefined how man wants to look at his relationship with God. We still think sin is the result of not doing that which is right or Doing that which is wrong. That's eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's, that's the old covenant. The new covenant is now... Be, God says, I'm going to give you a whole new belief system. You don't have to believe now in that which you need to accomplish. I want you to believe in that which I have accomplished. So now sin, as far as the believer is concerned... As far as the world is concerned, is no longer having to do something to be accepted by God. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the whole world to Himself. And as a result now, sin is now, the only definition the world has for sin is that they refuse to believe what God did. That's how you miss God. When you miss the mark is because I refuse to believe what God did. But guess what? We believe. You know what that means? You are sinless. That means God has perfected you in your spirit. You are whole. You are righteous. You are in a right relationship with God. Not even Satan himself can snatch you out of the hand of God. Because what God does is complete. It's thorough. It's comprehensive. And you can't change it because he is unchangeable. Oh, I love his stuff. As James would say, that will preach. You know? Oh, what a word, sister. That's great. Yes. Sin is no longer the issue. We can't miss God except to not believe Him. How simple it is. And yet, we would think in our human carnal nature of understanding. Our brain says, that's just too good to be true. That's too easy. I want something difficult. Give me something like the Pythagorean theorem. Let me put X, Y, A, B, C together and maybe I can figure this thing out. God says, no, I figured it out before the annals of time. And now, just believe. What a truth. Anybody else? Share a little word today. Encouragement. What's going on in your life? Supernatural. Um, last weekend, y'all were missing James. He was at my um, dad's church in Louisiana, and he—that's uh, where I grew up. And so there was a lot of people there that were um, old friends of the family, people that my family has known. My uncle was there, and it was just—it uh, was really amazing. By the end of the weekend, to see so many people that I loved get it, if you know what I mean. All right. On. Um, 
Friday night. It was my, my dad's probably best friend who is a missionary to Albania, very active. Um, at, at, he's, he's back. You know, he's in the States now, but um, going to a law church. But <laughs> my dad's been pouring grace on him a little bit at a time over the years and um, came to the lesson Friday night and then came to the lesson on Saturday morning. And uh, when we got home, my dad's phone rang. I was just overhearing, and I knew it was the friend that had called. And uh, my dad's quiet for a minute, and then he says, well, it's going to take a little bit more than two lessons from James for you to really get it. And then he, he was on the phone with him for a long time, and he comes out, and he's so excited that he's got it. You know, he's like, what do, what do I do now? And he, my dad's like, nothing. That's the whole point. <laughs> so it's just awesome. So thank you for letting us have him for a weekend. <laughs> That's great. And that is the truth. These four guys brought the paralytic. God did a miracle. And they were all standing around, what do we do now? What do we do now? Well, they just stood there and enjoyed the moment. And it says the paralytic just simply got up, showed himself to everybody, and he went on his way telling what God had done. It's so simple, it's dynamic. It's so wild. Someone else, good word. I just wanted to say uh, I'm a walking, talking, living, breathing miracle. Uh, You know, when I was 19 years old, I'm 31 now. Um, I was diagnosed bipolar, and I went through a, a few different stages of my life where I was really manic and everything, and uh, led to me being put in a mental hospital. And they'd put me on so much medication, trying me on different things that I could I could not even hardly walk, talk, or even feed myself. Um, I just was zombified, and it was a state of mind that that I had been in, that it kept me in for several months and um it's by the grace of god that i've got my sanity i've got my uh my i can just do anything i want to you know it's it's an it's a it's a miracle and um there's no miracle that god can't do so i just wanted to share that so amen justin the holy spirit dwells and lives within you he's far greater than any medication it's far greater. You're a walking miracle. You really are. Anyone else? Um, this really isn't a testimony. I, just, I wanted to comment on the, the text when you were teaching this morning when Jesus said, um, your sins are forgiven you. And even what Justin shared, that there's a real clear link between um, physical ailments and physical disease and psychosomatic illnesses. And especially negative emotions, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger. And I just thought it was really interesting how Jesus didn't say, you know, you're healed. He said your sins are forgiven. And I think a lot of times, um, even with us, it's, it's easy to receive God's forgiveness. But if we don't forgive others and forgive ourselves, then that can evidence and show itself in physical ailments and diseases so it's just interesting how jesus knew the link and the correlation and and the power of forgiveness that it's not just healing our spirits but it's releasing us from physical ailments as well so yeah notice that the supernatural element was he didn't ask the paralytic to forgive those that had brought him or to forgive those god says i forgive you he knew of his need 
I just want to share one more thing, and we're going to wrap it up this morning. Guys, we're all walking miracles. I'm a walking miracle. As you know, the doctors keep telling me that I'm dying. Well, that's fine. We're all dying. But I read a passage in the scripture. Back up one chapter, Mark chapter 1. I want to read another quick example and share with you where I stand as far as... And I want to encourage you in this. Because whether you have sickness in your body or your mind, you know, no matter what weakness you may be experiencing, know that this is really a cool thing that God has done for us. Chapter 1 of Mark, verse 40. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. And moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And Jesus sternly warned the man who had the leprosy, and immediately sent him away. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, and go show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded, for a testimony to them. To them. Okay? This leper already knew what God had done for him in Christ. He was saying, now, I want you to show this to them as a testimony. But he went out, and he began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news about. That's what we do every day, guys. To such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in the unpopulated areas, and they were coming to him from everywhere. Guys, In this consummation of grace in the final days, you and I have the privilege of living so dynamically in Christ that as far as me personally, they claim I'm dying. I proclaim today I'm living. I'm living today as the result of not only what God has done in my physical body, but He desires for me and you to continue to proclaim the good news until our last breath or until He splits the eastern skies. Either of which could be right the next one. Okay? What is so cool about this is Jesus... Now, I know Jesus knew that this leper was not going to turn around and slink into the corner and go, Okay, I can't say anything. Uh, priest, are you over there? You know, no, 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 no. He knew that this, this leper was going to go out and say... Whoa, look at me, no more rags, I am now completely made whole. He made a spectacle of himself and he proclaimed that they might have a witness. They had a testimony of what God had done. The Lord convinced me several weeks ago that instead of getting in on a bunch of drugs and a lot of therapies and things like that, the Lord says, I want you to stand in your faith, stand with me, and I am going to give you the privilege of walking into those clinics before those Jewish doctors and proclaim the reality that God has done something so supernatural, it will be a witness to them. That's where I stand. And I am so excited about it because they declare that things are just keeping going bad and bad and bad. Well, that's okay. In my culture, everything sick now is good. That's right. I mean, I was watching TV the other day, and the guy goes, man, that's really sick. And I'm going, I thought that was good. 
You know? Everything used to be cool is now hot. You know? So it doesn't matter what our culture says. It doesn't matter what professions tell you. The only important thing is what God says to you. And when God says to you to keep living and you keep preaching and you keep giving away this life, that's what we do. That's where we live, right there. And that's exciting, guys. That's why we have supernatural days. And it's exciting to hear these good news, you know. I like the term, they got it. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> oh, the revelation continues. Listen, it has been good to be together and share today. Be encouraged in your faith. Go in Christ. And let us be, continue to be totally righteous, totally at peace with God. And remember, the joy that God has given you is your strength. God bless you guys. Have a supernatural day.